We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's hit the shore fine. Went to ready on the four ties. Heavy traffic during four five. Gotta hustle on your own time. Color people at before side. We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's hit the shore fine. Went to ready on the four ties. Heavy traffic during four five. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Joe's your boy George McKay, Straight Talk Wrestling Live, Destiny Wrestling here at the Don Koloff Arena. And I'm here with a new fixture of Destiny, a Destiny staple, a household name both here and in LMW and all over wrestling. Sam Laterna, how are you? I'm well. Happy to be back in Canada. It's always a pleasure to be at Destiny. I feel like this is truly one of the, uh, you know, the places that are really trying to put Canadian talent on the map here. So, yeah, anything, anything to be a part of it. Absolutely. So tonight I'm extending my hat into the commentary ring. I do do commentary a few other places. This is my first chance with Destiny. You've done Destiny commentary for a while. You got any advice for me? Yeah, um, I would say, especially since you're working with your partner for the first time, it's going to be a feeling out process, right? But just like keep it loose, have fun, and when in doubt, just call what you see. That's right. Yeah. I like that. That's a good yeah. example. Yeah. So you yourself had training background, but then you've kind of done more of the interview staging of stuff, and now, you're, now you are literally in the thick of things <laughs> at MLW. Yes. You have been involved in a lot of things. One of the crucial segments that I remember is the Willie Mack like shadow slap that nobody saw coming on Alex Kane. He actually exposed Alex Kane's glass jaw, if you will. What was your thoughts when that whole situation was happening? I know you just got out of there, but you had to yeah. take it in for a couple seconds. I mean, my first instinct is to always get the heck out of there when there's two big men Makes sense. Uh, g getting down. Um, it, it would seem like this rivalry is really heating up between the two of them, and I think it's really going to come to blows on uh, September 3rd for our next MLW event. Um, all in all, though, Alex Kane has uh, been a really dominant champ, I would say, and some way, somehow, the people love Beaumayer, but I think we're gonna be maybe seeing Willie Mack come in for a very strong chance at uh, winning the title. Wow, okay, so you're not you're not predicting a Willie Mack win, but you're saying Willie Mack's got a definite chance. I think that Willie Mack has the desire to hold gold right now, and uh, as we've said on MLW, it is the summer of Mack, so what better way to end the summer in the States uh, than MLW World Championship gold? I like that. I like that. The summer of Mac. It is true. You have stapled that. Now, what's your thought process on MLW has one of the best commentary teams, in my honest opinion. Absolutely. Matt Stryker and Joe Dombrowski just have it. The chemistry is phenomenal. What's your thought process on the fact of how those two gelled in such a short time? I mean, the both of them have been working in the industry for like 20 plus years. Matt as, you know, wrestler, interviewer, jack of all trades with broadcasting, but of course his wrestling background. Um, and then Joe Dombrowski, I think like he's a dark horse in the commentary game. Like everyone knows him, but until you really like see his work and, you know, get on a show with him, uh, the questions he's asking talent, the thought that he puts into it, the note taking, uh, it's really inspiring to see it like literally someone come with a notepad this thick with like, you know, the last 10 years worth of his work basically and just being able to draw upon that. And then with Stryker, I feel like he, you know, he wants to have a good time and I think he brings that out of Joe yes. uh, on the call, sometimes putting Joe in awkward situations too, but uh, that's the mark of two great commentators. One hand wipes the other. That's true, and also yourself. I gotta say, your your backstage interview style, you go right through the flow every time. Like every time you're hitting right, you're not going with, you're not feeling into the questions. You're like, Alex, what's your thoughts on this? Willie, what's your thoughts on this? Like the calling, you're all screwed up in your heads. But what's your thoughts on this? Like you have no, you give no fucks when it comes to asking those tough questions. Do you ever feel like you get some backlash sometimes when they're like, I didn't think you're gonna go that that hot that quick? I mean, I've never gotten any personal backlash unless. 
on camera, of course. Some people don't react to being asked a question they weren't expecting, maybe. That's often the case with the hard questions. Uh, but I'd like to think that I keep it respectful enough in my role that, that I don't get, uh, get too much heat, shall we say. Um, but I think it's important to ask the difficult questions because it challenges the wrestler, challenges myself, you know? Wrestlers are big dudes, big women, strong, strong people. So uh, I think it's, it's cool to establish that authority as a broadcaster and whatever that may be for me, which is with my voice and the questions, the quality of the questions I ask. That's true, that's true, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. How's the quality of what I'm asking so far, is actually, it good? I love it and you're very like off the cuff, but organic and that's that's the key to a good podcaster, broadcaster, what have you, so yeah. Look at that, the Sam Laterna staple right there. <laughs> so in terms of, let's talk featherweights for a second. Yeah. Everybody, when everybody thinks about women's wrestling, obviously <clears throat> the bigger companies come into fruition. Talk WWE and their women's division, their revolution, who they think they started, but they really didn't. Impact was the first, in my honest opinion. The knockouts were breaking down barriers long before anybody else. So in terms of the featherweight division, do you see them being a fixture in women's wrestling in the future? I think that the featherweight division at MLW is currently um, on the upstart I would say there wasn't really an established women's division there for some time uh, but with Taya Valkyrie taking the helm as the inaugural featherweight champion I think that was a great mark of prestige for the title and then now of course we have the god queen Delmi Exo with that reign but I've got to say there are some women that are coming uh, coming down the pike particularly the international pop sensation Becca who has just been killing it all over the northeast uh, in the UK Germany Spain etc so I really think that this is a woman with the desire for gold, the uh, the zeal for gold particularly. So um, I really do think the future of the MLW women's division is uh, on the shoulders of Delmi Exo and Becca. All right. I would agree with you on that 100%, but I have to ask you this. You know that I have the side podcast, the MLW yes. Rewind. We do. A lot of people at MLW seem to know it and they seem to watch it, yeah, so that's great. Absolutely. So I have to ask you this. My, you know my take then on Becca. She's a great in-ring technician. She's a great personality. She couldn't sing. If a cat was being strangled beside her, the cat would have a better tune. My broadcast partner, Rob, differs with me profusely on this, saying that she is the next big thing in pop music. Where does Sam Laterna stand? You know, I think that Becca is for a very niche audience within uh, the music scene. I think it's like more of a techno-y pop deaf kind people. of thing. Perhaps deaf people. Um, she'd kill me if I said anything bad, so. Becca, salt of the earth, amazing singer, uh, international pop star in her own right, though, because I've yet to see an actual world tour. But, right, uh, exactly. You can't be international if you're not outside of America. Yeah, but one thing I will say, Becca has done um, concert sets at wrestling shows uh -huh. as well that don't involve her explicitly wrestling. So uh, she's someone that's very much so trying to get her name out there in pro wrestling and also in the music scene. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, where would you rank Hot Summer Fun? Is it on your playlist? It is not on mine. Um, it's not on my playlist, uh -huh. but when I, I don't have playlists, to be honest. I'm kind of like a shuffle gal on Pandora. I'm old school, but um, I actually took a look at it. I was gonna make a reel out of Hot Summer Fun. Okay. Um, and what I will say is that it has accrued quite a few uses on audio reels, so. All right. A notch in the belt of Becca. All right. People, people are downloading. People are, yeah. 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 So it's not on my playlist, but it should be on yours. It's not on mine. <laughs> I don't think it'll ever be on mine. It's not 100%. You're never. not a Becca fan. No, I'm a Becca fan of her in-ring ability. I'm not, not not the singing. 
No, not the singing at all. I, I, I can't say that. Now, in terms of bringing in a big name like Matt Cardona, we're talking about one of the indie darlings who's had a resurgence on the indies. He knows exactly how to build his brand and his character. He's going up against the rather unorthodox Mance Warner at Fury Road. And it kissed my foot Butch match, one of the staples of old school wrestling at its finest, next to the dog collar match or anything like that. Whose foot would you rather kiss if you were on the losing end of this match? I believe for me it would be Matt Cardona because I know it's manicured, I know his routine, he laid out his routine. I don't think that Mance Warner has a manicure routine. You know, I, I don't think Mance has a manicure routine. If he does, maybe it's just, you know, a little clear coat. I'm not, uh, I'm not, not getting that he's that kind of guy, but um, I'm all for manscaping. Uh, but I would say any person's foot that's getting exposed after like having a wrestling boot covering it, it's gonna be stinky either way. But I would have to go with Cardona over Mance for the uh, the, cle the, the cleanliness factor. Right? Okay, yeah. I got it. Yeah, yeah not to it. say that Mance is unclean, but we just don't know. There's more variables with a Mance Warner. There's what a there's lot in. of there's the, a lot of variables yeah. and what's in that yeah. boot. Like those, we don't know what's in that boot. Those cowboy boots have been worn for like a millennia. A, a so. long time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good, good luck to uh, to Cardona at Fury Road if he is it, not victorious. There you go. If you're eating right now, put the food aside until this interview is over. <laughs> All right. My one final question. I'll let you go prepare for your your ring announcing debut. In terms of being a woman in pro wrestling. It is still very much a boys club in a lot of ways. Women have broken out so many barriers. You're kicking ass, you're taking names. You're one of my favorite people in pro wrestling right now. Um, but have you, has there, is there still a lot of that cliche stuff in terms of pro wrestling locker rooms where you're accepted, but you're not accepted, if that makes sense? So for me, I've never had that issue of um, being accepted versus not accepted, I guess, as a woman. Um, I've never really felt uh, like super uncomfortable. I'm sure there's those like awkward moments where, you know, as, as any woman in any industry, you kind of have to like tiptoe around it and ignore it. Um, but I'm thankful my experience has been positive, uh, mostly in part due to like my wrestling education. When I wrestled under Johnny Rods and Lance Storm, I was taught etiquette. And I think that because of that etiquette, um, I managed to avoid a lot of situations that other people uh, get into where they step on people's toes and they don't know it. Um, so shout out to Johnny Rods and Lance. Thank you for the education. Um, but as far as women in broadcasting go within pro wrestling, um, before I started doing this, the only woman I had really heard of like taking the ball and rolling with it was Alicia too here in Canada and all the respect in the world for Alicia's work. I know now she's doing a lot of work with um, music and media and stuff like that. Um, so since 2020, I think it's really been me, Alyssa Marino, and Veda Scott, at least in the States, uh, just kicking ass. And I've never really felt like, oh, it's men versus women within broadcasting, because over the past three years, it's uh, it's just been us ladies that have been the ones hustling. I'm not going to lie. Not to say the men aren't hustling, but we're making towns just like the wrestlers. And um, we're really trying to make a name for ourselves and establish that women can be voices of authority, particularly on commentary. You absolutely have, and I hope your star continues to shine. You're a fantastic pleasure. And I wish we could talk forever, but you and I both have a show to get ready for. Yes. I just need one more thing. I need that Sam Laterna energy. Look at his camera. Tell him what an amazing conversation you had with Straight Talk. And they should subscribe because I am absolutely, I'm not as adorable as my daughter, but I do have adorable features. Guys, Sam Laterna here. You are watching Straight Talk Wrestling. I had an amazing time being interviewed, and I would highly, highly recommend that you subscribe, hit that like button, and uh, even click for notifications.
Look at that. It just rolls off the tongue so seamlessly. When I do it, I stutter all kinds. Guys, that's it for this one. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and turn on that notification bell so you get notified each time we post a video. Alternatively, you can check us out on all podcast platforms and host it on Podbean. We are also available on the SNME Network. That's the Sunday Night Main Event Patreon. Please feel free to check us out there as well. And don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore Straight Talk on Twitter, at Straight Talk Wrestling on Instagram, Straight Talk Wrestling on Facebook, Straight Talk Wrestling on TikTok. And of course, you can check out all our merch at ProWrestlingTees.com. I don't need to make a cosign. Without the liquor, you become a victim. You ain't never got a pole mine. I ain't messing with this generation. Fuck your gender, I ain't got...